Hi everyone, and welcome to the 14th Partner in Action webinar, C19 Lockdown version. The foundation of the Partner in Action webinar comes from the communication model Predator Prey Partner, which is a body of work developed by my sister Pat Kirkland. If you want to know more about Pat or her work, visit patkirklandleadership.com. If you're someone who you got this webinar invitation forwarded to you, and you have not attended one of my workshops or keynotes or trainings, I am delighted you're joining. Most people on the call have attended one of these events. And so it's possible that not everything will make perfect sense to you. Therefore, I have a request. As I've said in my trainings, you don't have to like what I say. You don't have to agree with it. Just stay open to it. And stay open to it over the coming weeks while you get better and better at the behaviors. And then watch the changes and see what shifts in your relationships. Now I want to give a short overview, a review of the main concepts we'll be referring to in this prey-to-prey partner model. So the, the three archetypes, predator-prey partner, the predator is a person who holds too much respect for herself, not enough for others. The prey shows too much respect for others, not enough for herself. And as a result, both of these styles can damage relationships, results, or, or all both areas. So the idea is we're aiming for partner. How do you step in partner under pressure, stay in partner when the going gets tough, and remain in partner even if you have not gotten what you wanted? Because at any one of those moments, magic can happen. So for some of you, this may be that you've been in quarantine for three weeks now, others two weeks, maybe only a week, and for our friends in India, maybe just the last few days. My experience heading into week three now, it's incredible how destabilizing week one was. I realize now it was my brain adjusting to the change. What I'd like to hear from each of you are examples of communication challenges that have come up since we've all started this social distancing and working from home, mm. or maybe living at home without working. This could be challenges you're having virtually with colleagues or family members, as well as challenges you're having in your home environment, whether it's due to suddenly becoming a school, gym, math, science, music teacher slash chef simultaneously. Or maybe you're just experiencing the quarantine quibbles with your partner or your child. Today, we're going to drive into these challenges, yeah, jump into these challenges and see how we can help you diffuse some of those tensions. Okay. So first, I'd like you to take a moment and write in the chat box some of these challenges you've been having. I'm gonna be quiet for a few minutes to give you time to do that. So let me read off some of these challenges and I may invite you to speak up and share more specifically. So Victoria, you said, and if I don't get the, your name correct, feel free to correct me when you speak or just type it in. You talked about time management. Oh, yeah, the destabilizing scheduling, I can imagine. Finding time for my own work. Negotiating with a husband about childcare. Ooh, that sounds like a juicy communication challenge, Kate. Okay, we may 
have you share more about that. Let's see. T, you said, I work online from home. My partner is now home all the time, as are the children. They do not understand full, fully my need to work, which can be frustrating. Oh, yeah, because they're probably used to you having, having your attention when they're home because they're in school the other times. William, the challenge is how to get some income. I work with people as a mindfulness trainer and coach. Nice. So, um, William, if, if, there's, if you can tease this out a little bit more for me and, and ask yourself, what is the communication challenge in that? Because the challenge to how to get more income is certainly a viable, important challenge. And what I'd like to do is tackle these challenges from a communication perspective. So think about that a little bit more, see what you might come up with. We've got, I think it's maybe Richard saying, maintain communication with colleagues, bosses, and the and own team. Okay, great. So give me, like um, here also, Richard, give me some more specifics. Um, what's challenging about maintaining the communication? And Gita Nali, if I said that right, attend, Attention span, managing everything at home and the work front. Yeah, so that, so again, look through the lens of communication, what makes the, let's take the second part of that, managing everything at home and the work front. What are some of the communication challenges in that? that mm. Ines, compromise between the different roles, being a mother, teacher, manager, wife. So good. So Ines here, um, what, what kind of conversations are you having or not having that are dealing with that compromise? Or, you know, are there conversations you're avoiding having, perhaps? Okay, so let's see. From iPhone to everyone, I don't know who iPhone is, so work from home, be a chef, a teacher, a dog walker, and all other Saturday things. <laughs> yeah, laundress and... Housekeeper, yes, lots and lots of things. So I'm hearing a number of things with people around balancing time. So I may, let's get through all of the things people have written, and then we may ask for some brainstorming around that. Lenka, welcome. I have eye challenges for years. Half of the usual time when I can read, write, so I'm suffering when everything is online. Oh, because it strains your eyes, I'm guessing. Hmm. Wow, that is an extra challenge that you wouldn't naturally be thinking of when you're in the office and working face-to-face. -face. Natasha, welcome. Setting priorities and personal boundaries, work, work kids, husband. So I'm hearing a theme from a several people about communicating boundaries and priorities. So I'm going to be inviting or I'm going to invite someone to step up to get coached on that. So be thinking about... It might feel uncomfortable and scary to be our volunteer, and not only will you be serving us, you'll be benefiting directly because you're going to get this very specific coaching for yourself. Nihalness, it's find the balance between the work and the works, the home and the work situation, time management, the new way of communicating also for the kids. Yes, same thing, how to juggle multiple roles. That's coming from Ivana, mom, math, music, chef, etc. Okay, let's see. Gita, Gita Nali, you had said specifically your communication challenge channels are Zoom, email, Jabber, office chats, regular phone calls. So balancing all of those. Got it. 
Those are the channels. And then my question is, what is your specific challenge around that? And um, not just your communication channel, the, the challenge. I don't know if I pronounced that clearly enough. And let's see, Victoria, how to talk with my husband when children are around and something urgent and some action is needed in the adult world. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then, William, I work with cl close with people now aiming, aim looking at possibilities to earn money online. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my challenge is how to get customers, all right? So good. So, William, think a little bit more about that, and let's see how we can help you address that from a communication perspective. Do you think there's any communication challenge you have um, that is preventing you from getting those customers? Like, are you unwilling or unsure of how to ask directly for people to, to engage people? Okay, good. Thanks, Gintalina. We have communication challenge, focus from coaches, attention span. They're handling work deliverable time pressure. Okay, so we've got a number of you that have written in with some very juicy examples. Let me pause and see who's feeling ready and willing. And ready only means brave. Are you feeling brave enough to volunteer to be coached? And then what I'll do is I'll have you unmute yourself and tell us a little more information. Hi, Nate. Natasha, I can do it. Oh, Natasha, thanks for volunteering. Okay, so Natasha, let me find your challenge again. Setting priorities and personal boundaries with work, kids, and husband. Okay, so Natasha, you and I know each other very well. You're hyper-coachable. So for those of you who are new to this style of coaching, to hearing me, you don't underestimate how important it is to be coachable and and that means being flexible and adjusting quickly in the moment and being okay about not doing something perfectly. So Natasha, in four sentences or less, give us a little more background about the issue or challenge you want to tackle. Sentence number one. Um, I am in the United States at this moment. Okay. We're half a second half. So it's not the place where I typically spend 80% um, of my time. So, Natasha, say that again. You, you, we are in the United States right now. Where we have, have. And normally you're in Europe. Normally I'm in Europe. Indeed. Um, that's challenge number one. Okay, because so you're in an un, unknown environment in some ways. Challenge number two, my son went to the American school and he only had one week of school when the schools got closed and every, everything was put on online learning. And everything was put online, uh-huh, oh my gosh. Challenge number three, um, I was unprepared with all respect to your motherland, Emmy, how people in, in the United States react to crisis and yeah. how they handle them. Yeah. And challenge number four, to shuffle it all, taking the different culture, 
the way people react, new school, online learning, and being prepared for unknowns, not being able to go to Europe, probably in the next few months. And set my priorities and set my boundaries at home or with people around me. Okay, so uh, Natasha, I missed a little bit of what you said after you said that it's, uh, it's outrageous, you know, the way that Americans are reacting to crisis. And what was the thing you said after that? So overall, I had to really puzzle in my mind how to set my priorities. Yeah. How to keep things under control and how to manage being a mom to somebody who started a new school in a different country, new friends, the whole world basically turned around for him. How to continue doing my daily job. Yeah. How to be around people in this culture who reacted very different unexpectedly to me personally. Mm-hmm. And just how to get on in the situation. So if I'm hearing you're dealing with multiple different challenges, the destabilizing factor that you're in a culture, in a space and environment that is not your home normally. Your son has only had a week of school and now you've got all this online learning. And then the way that you're being welcomed or not so welcomed by Americans. Did I get that last one right? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. 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 Great. Thanks for the being so forthright, uh, Natasha. My, we're going to spend about 10, 15 minutes maximum on this, so we may not get this completely resolved in the time we have. Mm-hmm. What I'm curious to know, and that's also to let people, everyone else on the call, know that if you've got a burning issue that you want to discuss or get coached on that will have time as well. So make sure you put a note in the chat, including anybody okay. who's already included, written your challenge. So Natasha, the first thing that's coming to me is this expression. I've finished, just finished a newsletter with my social media woman on this today of under-promise and over-deliver. And what, did you, what I heard you say is, you know, how to set these priorities and keep, so you said something like keep things in control. I wonder if that's being, that's an unreasonable expectation of yourself right now. I wonder if lowering your expectations for yourself and your entire family is actually the same thing to do. And that's, you know, easy for me. Let me just say one more thing. You know, it's easy for me to say that not knowing all your priorities and urgencies and things like that. Though, nonetheless, what do you think about that? And if so, what, what would you be willing and prepared to let go of for now? I think I had to make that decision about a week ago. Uh-huh. And let go of a few things. Uh-huh. Um, and set reasonable expectations for myself and also from people around me. And that really helped. Excellent. Can you give yeah. us, you know, so other people can benefit from your experience, a little more detail of 
how, how you went through that process or what you let go of? Well, first of all, I realized you can't do it all. So you just set a minimum goal for yourself. What do you want to achieve for a day? Mm -hmm. and go day by day. Uh -huh. Instead of planning and having great plans, what you can do in one day, mm -hmm. I would just set minimum expectations for me um, and also for people around me. And that seems to help. And maybe knowing you, Natasha, that you're a high achiever, it's like set, set your goals just for one day and then cut it in half. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so that's, I think that's a really important thing. Many, many clients I work with are high achievers. And, you know, many of the people on the call tonight, you're very driven and that's part of what has brought you success. And one thing I say to people is that, you know, especially if you – think you tend to be a perfectionist this might be the moment to play with what does it look like if I was a recovering perfectionist you know what what if I if I could lower my expectations what would that look like and just play with it you don't even don't even expect yourself to be successful at it because that's your usual mo okay now I'm going to lower my standards and I'm going to do it perfectly <laughs> unfortunately lowering your standards you may you may not get it right Anything else uh, around that and specifically, Natasha, to sh you'd like to share? I had to accept after a while the, the culture, how people were and are dealing with the crisis here. Yeah. It made me really upset in the first days. And it was hard to digest and take in and I guess because I was unprepared and I've dealt with a lot of crises in my professional life right I've never seen this attitude and behavior that I experienced here just in the first week when I arrived and it's only been three weeks since we're uh -huh. here so I'm learning day by day uh -huh. and after a week feeling really unhappy to put it nicely how I felt about um, reactions of people I decided I just have to accept that and let it go yeah and that helped as well because it was really upsetting to see and there's nothing you could do and accepting it really helped me so that's bravo well done on that and Natasha this is a little quiz what is something from the partner mindset from the the book the ego tango that you would um, that can help you to get to that point even faster when someone's behaving in a certain way that you don't like or you don't agree with or that's upsetting that's a very good question Amy um, I guess putting myself into the partner mindset um, showing and, and, and showing empathy good and um, how do you get there how can you how can you quickly show uh, access empathy for them. It's okay if you don't. I think the yeah, the difference in the beginning, I was trying to give people different perspectives and maybe sometimes subject or give people different reasonings. And then I realized that doesn't work. That didn't work? So, 
It didn't work, no. So for me, so, if, yeah. let me just interrupt a moment. So the, the technique, the partner mindset technique, and maybe this is what you said you did that didn't work, so I want to clarify, is making up another story why they're misbehaving. For myself, I was making that story. But I, and at Good. the beginning, I was trying to tell it to people's face. Uh, giving them different arguments or I, w I wasn't really fighting with them. I was just trying to reason about certain things and that definitely didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So in my head, indeed, I did make up a different story. All of a sudden, everybody was mentally not okay in my head. <laughs> well, in a way, and when we're in crisis, we, we are mentally, we're a little bit nuts. A little bit crazy. Yeah, so yeah. And all of a sudden, everybody was not okay. And I thought, oh, poor people. They need some help. I just let them go for a while. Beautiful. <laughs> what did you notice inside yourself when you made that shift? It was a revelation. I felt better. I didn't have those bitter feelings and those unhappiness that I've experienced the first week. It was very strong feeling, I have to say. Okay, so let me, let me just give a, an overview of this concept for people on the call who aren't familiar with it. As Natasha mentioned, it's a partner mindset technique. You see someone acting a certain way that's making you crazy or you think is just downright dumb and you're likely to get very frustrated and either go predator or get upset and go prey. And instead, what you can do is catch yourself, notice the, the story you've made up about that person, and then see if you can make up a different story, a, a, sto a kinder, gentler story that may have nothing to do with you, and that will likely help you feel empathy for them. Now, that's not to excuse their behavior or justify it. It's just meant for you to relax a bit and that will then help you recalibrate and get back into partner. So that's a very, very concrete mindset technique that can help you in any moment, whether you're dealing with a stranger or your partner. So Natasha, before we complete, um, are you, how are you doing with setting personal boundaries with your family members? Is that going well? I have to say the local school sent really nice email to parents saying it's about time you learn how to set your boundaries with your children and be very strict and say from this hour to this hour this is my time and I'd like you to focus on your school well I'm going to do my thing and stick to that. Wow. And I thought let me try. So I did. And it actually worked out. This, this week is actually a spring break in the United States, so it's better. Mm -hmm. And last week, at the end of the week, after receiving that email, I've tried that and it worked. And I think that's what I'm going to continue setting my boundaries and being strict, polite and strict, and saying, this is my time, this is your time. That is and, beautiful. Uh, hopefully that will work out. Wonderful. So... Um the last thing, that Nugget, I want to take from what you've just shared, Natasha, is sometimes a lot of people, really a lot of nice people, we often need permission. And I've seen this happen to me, too. We need permission from other people 
to set boundaries, to take care of ourselves, to be assertive. So I would encourage everyone on the call to just imagine that there is a partner angel sitting on your shoulder, whispering in your ear, set your boundaries. You've got the right. You've got, we're, I'm, we're giving you, I'm giving you permission. You're, this is your permission angel. And that doesn't mean you get to do it in a passive aggressive way or an angry way, or you know, you're doing it in an assertive, respectful way towards them and towards yourself. And if you haven't been in the habit of doing this, they're not, probably not going to like it. They're going to push back. And they're also, you know, in this weird space of COVID-9 lockdown as well. So don't expect it to go perfectly. And you may need to say it multiple times for them to understand that you mean it. So that's, that's really beautiful. I think that we can all benefit that we have permission to set boundaries and take care of ourselves. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you, Anna. Okay, great. So let me open it up. Who else is ready to jump in and discuss their communication challenge? Either from someone who wrote something already or someone new. William, are you still on the call? Yes, I see. There's a lot of Dutch in the background. Is there, it, are you in a place that you're able to speak, William? <laughs> I know you just muted yourself again. Okay, so William, you might be having some uh, challenges of speaking in a place that's open. Let me check in with Gitanjali. Am I saying it right? Yes, I mean, it's, it's correct. Kitanali, is this your first time joining? Yes, I'm joining this for the first time. And you and I have never met, is that right? Yes, correct. Okay, well, you're very brave to come on the call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine recommended and I thought I should not miss this opportunity. Who's your friend? Uh, Rima Sodhi. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So my question, where are you in, in, based in India? I'm based in Pune. You know, in Pune, I was just there last year. How How is the lockdown going in Pune? Oh, just so today, like, you know, we have been given three more weeks, so 21 more days of lockdown just announced today. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 But I think it's important. So everyone is just trying to kind of, you know, stay up with that. Yeah. Not easy times, but fine. Like, you know, hence probably like my questions were around, uh, like, you know, because we are doing this video meetings and all with the coaches and, you know, yeah. It's, it's not an easy time for any one of us. Right. Gitanali. Yep. You sound very coachable. Do you, is that accurate? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. So <laughs> I, and I'm looking at your picture, so I'm getting to see what you look like. So I am already going to coach you on a couple of things. And a lot of my Indian coaches struggle with going slow. Okay. And the reason why I want to coach you on this specifically is because whenever we have a delicate message or have to have a difficult conversation, my recommendation is go four times slower. Okay. So this is going to feel a little bit weird to you because you haven't gotten any coaching or training from me before. 
So absolutely. Right. So let's pretend that you're on a conference call with somebody or on mm -hmm. a, a, a video call and okay. you need to give them like a, a deliverable di timeline. You know, you're on a timeline, you have pressure, you need to give them a, a time limit. Mm -hmm. And you're going to say that to me. So I'm going to be coaching you and you're, I'm also going to be your colleague that you're giving me in a way you're giving me bad news. Okay. So I want you to do two things. Mm -hmm. I want you to go really slow by adding pauses. So it would okay. sound something like this. Good afternoon, Amy. Thanks for taking the time to talk. I'd like to talk about Project X. As you know, we have a deadline of April 12th. Do you feel how slowly I'm going, Gitanali? Yes, Amy, I can feel that. So you don't have to slow down every single word, just add pauses. And the second thing I'm going to ask you to do, which will seem weird, is to say it without using the word but. Okay. B-U-T can be a real showstopper and, and create unintended resistance from people. Okay. Okay, great. So I'm your colleague, and you have to deliver some information to me and then set a limit. So consider it like whatever you have to tell me. Let's say it's kind of bad news for me. Okay. Great. Okay, so let's hear it. And then it may get a little confusing because I'm going to be coaching you as well, potentially. If I say pause, that means just take a one or two second pause between sentences. Sure, Amy. Can I start? Yes. Okay. Hey, Amy. Good morning. Good morning, Gitanali. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Okay, good. Gitanali, don't lose that great energy you had. This is what happens to people is when we slow down, we start to have what I call funeral energy. So okay. It's, so <laughs> it's tricky. We want that beautiful yeah. energy of yours. <laughs> And right, I get that. Want, yeah, so we want the natural energy and still the pauses. Okay, start again. Absolutely. Uh, so, Amy, like, uh, I from wanted to talk to very, you. From the very beginning. Okay. Hey, Amy, good morning. Perfect. That was, I can feel the energy. Hey, good morning, Gitanali. How are you? I'm doing good. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm getting bored at home, though. It's okay. Yeah, coping up with the situation is difficult. I can understand. Beautiful. So what Gitanali just did there, everyone, she gave me a little unsolicited empathy. Beautiful. Okay. Thanks, Amy. Uh, Amy, I really wanted to uh, kind of, you know, do you have time right now that we can speak about the project, why we were working together on? Okay, pause. That's what I would call normal speed of speech. Okay. And because you know you're going to be giving me bad news, you already want to slow down because what by going slow, you're controlling mm -hmm. the energy and you're helping me to feel safe. Okay. Because it's very hard, as I say, to fight in slow motion. Right. Okay. Say that sentence to me again. And sure. every three to five words, I want you to put in a micro pause. Okay. It'll feel a little bit weird. Sure. I'll, I'll give my best. Great. Hey, Amy, uh, I wanted to check with you. Uh, if you would have, like, you know, a few minutes to talk about Project Y that we are working on. Pause. Do you feel this is a good time to talk about it? Oh, gosh, brilliant. Okay. Um, put in a little response in the chat if you notice the difference 
that time when Gita, Gita Nali uh, slowed down and if, if you thought it was more effective. What I can tell you, Gita Nali, is it felt, I felt so safe. I felt very calm. Yep, we got a mm -hmm. thumbs up from Katarina. I like that. And okay. you also did something else there where you asked permission, I think about, is this now a good time to speak or something like that? Right. Fantastic way to give the other person any opportunity to have some kind of influence or control in the conversation. Brilliant. Okay, okay great. So now we go back to the role play. Uh, yeah, this time's good for me. Okay. Uh, so Amy, like uh, the uh, like the project timelines for the project Y were to be like you know the delivery ne needed to be done by April mid. So make sure you keep those pauses. Okay, by April mid. Yes. But with the current situation and oh, with but, everyone, unfortunately, so just drop the butt. Unfortunately, okay. with the current situation. Sorry. Yeah. Unfortunately, with the current situation. And slower. When you say the word unfortunately, that is a, it's like a, it's a cushion. It's mm -hmm. letting me know bad news is coming. So you want to say it nice and slow. Unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately. Good. With all of us working remotely. Good. Uh, we will have to move these timelines. And do you feel it is a great oh, no, idea? No. You've just given me the bad news. Let that sink in. We'll have okay. to change these timelines and then a longer pause. Okay. So just start with, we'll have to change. Okay. We'll have to change the project timelines. Pause, 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 pause. Okay, great. And do you feel it would be a good idea that we proactively communicate this to our clients where uh, they also get time to sink in with this news that the deliverable would be delayed by a week. Okay, great. So you've given me the bad news and you've made it so easy for me to digest it and for it to sink in. I don't feel um, reactive or defensive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm clear it's bad news, though I'm, I'm now on board with you. Though, is there something that you missed there, Gita Nali, to like, to see how it was going to impact me? Because you went yes. very quickly to the thing about the clients, communicating right, to the clients. Right, right. And this is what we do. It's like we deliver the bad news and then we, we kind of do smoke and mirrors to cover up the bad news in, in hopes that that won't upset the person. Right, absolutely. So rewind and, and drop the part about the customer thing for the moment. Wait sure. till I'm ready to hear that. Let it let the bad news digest, and the and the, the and maybe ask me you know about how that will impact me or, or in a state in an empathic sentence. Amy, I realize this this is going to cause you extra work, and pressure. Something like that. Sure. Okay. So uh, I'll I'll start from the bad news. Unfortunately, thing. Yes. So unfortunately, Amy. Pause. Uh, with all of us working remotely awesome. we'll have to move our project timelines by a week or two pause 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 oh wow with this change uh, can we discuss as to how does it impact you and like you know any things that you had lined up uh, keeping the current project timelines in mind good beautiful i love how that you said that 
um, how this affects you. Very nice. Thanks, Amy. And um, post whatever the answer I get from you, I think then we can talk about the customer. Right, exactly. Okay, so Gitanali, how does that feel for you to uh, share a delicate message with in that manner with that kind of packaging? Uh, Amy, I think the speed part that you told me is something um, it stuck me, or I think that would be my takeaway for today. Excellent. And it's surely making me think, like, you know, I'm kind of in hindsight thinking about all the conversations that I have and probably where I could have played a bit more with the speed effect to be having, like, you know, effective conversations. Yes. Yeah, it's extraordinary how just one change, and you did do too, you avoided the word but as well, how those changes can have a, a massive um, impact on how the message is received. So Gitanali, right. here's the thing, and I'm going to share this with everybody. It's going to be a reminder for some people. Whatever behaviors you want to work on, you're going to want to re um, practice rather three to five minutes a day in low-stress moments. So Gitanali, what I'm suggesting is don't wait until you need these skills to practice right. them because they probably won't be available. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Right. So, yes. and this, and even though I work in Europe, I work with people from around the globe. I've worked many times in India, coaching mm -hmm. with some of the very talented women. And this is one of the skills that works within the Indian culture as well. Even though speaking fast is common, so I'm not saying you have to stop speaking at the speed you normally speed. You want to get good at this slower speed so you have it available when you need it. Absolutely. I get that point. Great. Okay. Thanks, Kitali, for volunteering. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Emmy. Absolutely. Okay. So we have a few more minutes before we're going to wrap up. Are there any burning comments or questions? And you can either put it in the chat or you can take yourself off mute and speak right up. <laughs> Talitha's wrote, does this work with husbands too? Talitha, would you be willing to elaborate on what you mean by that? The speed. Um, okay, so go ahead and take yourself off mute and tell us what you mean. Speed slowing down when talking. Okay, so I'm st now I'm starting to get it. So T, you're, you're asking when you want to speak with your husband or your partner and you do the slower thing, is it effective? Well, Hi, Amy, yes. Okay, here's the thing, T, is that when we change behaviors, this is really important for everyone, be prepared. When you start to do these behaviors differently, the people who know you and love you will notice. Okay. And the bad news is they don't necessarily like it at first. <laughs> yes, and they may actually feel like they're being manipulated. Right. So you want to be prepared for pushback or resistance. So sometimes I encourage people and get to now, this is good for you to be aware of, is to, pra th this might be tricky now that none of us are allowed out of our houses. <laughs> I usually recommend you practice with strangers. So how, if, how do we practice now that we're in close, 
encounters on a daily basis with our family? <laughs> I would say that you do it in the low stress moments, like when you're mm -hmm. talking with the kids about cleaning up the room. So, uh -huh. sweetheart, why don't you arrange the toys in the box? Okay. And the board games on the shelf. So right there, I used two or three pauses. Mm -hmm. That's what we would call a low stress moment. And perhaps they won't notice in those moments. So sometimes they'll, they will say, mommy, is everything okay? Or, you know. Yeah. And just because they notice it and just because they don't like it does not mean that it's not a qual, it's, it's not a skill worth acquiring or mm -hmm. you just will have to get past that discomfort. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And it does work on husbands. Absolutely. So I've been told it will, and at first you're going to be doing, it's going to feel weirder to you than it will to them. Great. Thanks, T. Gitanali, you're asking, will the participants have access to the... Yes. Thanks, Ivana. We'll get this out to you. Great. Thank oh, oh, you. Very brave, T. You're going to practice tomorrow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Any other burning comments or questions before we complete? All right. Then in that case... I'm going to wrap up and and really just lovely to see all the names, Marie and Barbara and and I'm just lovely to know that you've all joined. And William, thank you for joining us. I'm sorry I didn't get to coach you this evening, though we'll be having another webinar in a couple of months. I think it's going to be June. Do we know when it is? It's on the calendar there. June 17th is the next webinar. Okay. So if you want to get more information about the partner mindset, about the partner techniques, feel free to register for my newsletter. And you can go to, or you can read the newsletters on my website, carolcoaching.com, go to resources for you, and then newsletters. And we do have, we have up the limit for the webinars, so feel free to invite friends and family who you think may benefit from it for the June 17th webinar. And good news, we, we're planning a big party next June 2021 in Bali, and we're going to do an open program leadership course there. So if you want to ha refresh your skills or you want to go on a holiday and join me for the first time, you'll have information on my website for that. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Amy Carroll Coaching. And at Twitter, the address is at AmyCarroll63. LinkedIn, Amy Carroll. And all those Carols are two R's and two L's, everyone, as you can see. Feel free to take a screenshot of the social, social media channels. You may need to switch to full screen on your device in order to see all of them at the bottom. Lastly, if you want to check out my Partner in Action podcast series, you can find it on my website or go to iTunes and search Carol Communication Coaching. And here's the cool thing. If you have a partner success story that you'd like to share and you'd be happy to be interviewed by me, 
please reach out to me. We'll set up a time. And as a thank you for me interviewing you, I'll offer you a half hour of complimentary coaching. One quote to inspire you this evening, or this afternoon, or this morning, wherever you may be. You don't earn courage by doing something and succeeding. You earn courage by doing something and surviving it. I don't think there could be a more apt time now for all of us. So I wish you the very best in this lockdown period, and I encourage you to go out there or go, go into the next room <laughs> and be the best partner you can be. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, too. Pleasure. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Amy. Please continue. Amy, thanks a lot. My Thank pleasure. You.